0: We have begun a series I'm not kidding, see <laughs> entitled "Exercising an Attitude of Gratitude." And uh, last week we focused on the fact that when we think, we thank. And I shared with you that the root word in Latin for both the words "think and "thank" are the same. It's the same root word. And the fact of the matter is that if we will think more, we will thank more. And I shared with you that one of the things that we as believers have to uh, guard against and keep ourselves from becoming infected by is the disease of spiritual amnesia. Because we forget of the blessings that God gives us. There were two friends that met each other on the street one day. One looked forlorn, almost on the verge of tears. His friend asked, What has the world done to you, my old friend? The sad fellow said, Let me tell you, three weeks ago, my uncle died and left me $40,000. That's a lot of money. But you see, two weeks ago, a cousin I never even knew died and left me $85,000 free and clear." Sounds to me like uh, you've been very blessed. You don't understand, he interrupted. Last week, my great aunt passed away. I inherited almost a quarter of a million dollars from her. Now the man's friend was really confused. Then why do you look so gloomy? This week, nothing And isn't it true that our gratitude sometimes is volatile like that? One moment we're real grateful, the next moment we're not. Because we're expecting blessings over and over again, and yet we forget how blessed we've already been. And that's why the psalmist, as we noted last week, said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. All His benefits. Now today, I don't necessarily want to ask you what you are grateful for. Rather, I want to ask you and to think for you to think about who you are grateful for. Look with me at Ephesians 5.20 in the Passion Translation. Ephesians 5.20 in the Passion Translation says, Always give thanks to Father God for who? Every person He brings into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always give thanks to Father God. For who? Every person He brings into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Even the EGRs, in color they were like, what? EGR stands for Extra Grace Required. Have you ever met someone who really, in dealing with them, it takes extra grace? Y'all going to be honest? I'll be honest. EGR people, the Bible says, always give thanks to Father God for every person Because do you realize that God even sends people our way to develop our character? They're like God's sandpaper for our lives. (laughs) Now, I'm not giving you permission to leave the service today and find that person and say, Hey, I want to thank God for you. You are God's sandpaper in my life. No, no. Now, a few years ago, Dr. Nick Stinnett of the University of Nebraska conducted a group of studies called the Family Strengths Research Project. Stinnett and his researchers identified six qualities that make for strong families. The first quality and one of the most important to be found in strong families was the quality of appreciation. Families that are strong are, star, are strong in part, Dr. Stinnett concludes, because family members express to each other their appreciation to what the other members do and for who they are. In a similar study, another researcher looked into the effect of praise in the workplace. His study showed that the ratio of praise to criticism in the workplace needs to be four to one before employees feel that there is a balance. That there must be four times as much praise as there is criticism before they feel good about their work and about the environment they work in. Now, have you found, for those of you within the labor force, that there is a lack of expression of gratitude? That it seems today that production is more important than people. And as a result, many workplace environments are environments that people dread. People become frustrated in because it seems like production is more important than people to the degree that those upper and upper and up the upper echelon of the, of the corporation fail to understand that without people, there can be no production. And yet where there are productive companies that are a place where people talk about that they love to work at, you will find that the reason that place is admired and appreciated, is because of the thankfulness, the gratitude, the appreciation that is continually expressed in those places. Now, the Apostle Paul, in the book of Romans chapter 16, he shares in this chapter his appreciation, and specifically in verses 3 and 4. And the reason why I want to focus on this is because he is a leader apart from Jesus Christ. He is the one leader that has influenced and impacted my life. He's the one I look to, apart from Jesus, to learn leadership principles. And I've studied his life and I've studied books about his leadership principles. And one of the things I find that one of the reasons why he was so impactful and influential is because he was grateful grateful. Look what he writes here in Romans 16, 3 and 4. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, watch, who risk their own necks for my life, to whom not only I give what? Thanks, but also all the churches of the Gentiles. In other words, Paul is saying, I'm not the only one that gives thanks to them, Priscilla and Aquila, but also all the churches Of the Gentiles are appreciative for them. And Paul, in particular, was appreciative for them because they were willing to risk their own lives in co-laboring with him. They were willing to lay their lives down on the line. How about you? Do you know somebody within your circle of friends that you could call at 2 in the morning and they would be there for you? Others of you are like, no. They'd yell at me if i call them at that time. I had a friend a few years ago that shared with me when we were alone. He said, Pastor Angel, I don't care what hour it is. If you need to call me, I'm there for you. Well, you don't tell me stuff like that without expecting it to be tested. So <laughs> there came an, a time in which I was struggling, and it was after midnight. And I remembered his words and I called him up. He answered the phone and he did give me a listening ear. And I'm appreciative for that. Now we are in football season in case you didn't know. But there was a player that used to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Also, he ended up playing for the Raiders. Warren Sapp. He played as the defensive end, and when he was playing for Tony Dungy, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was asked on one occasion concerning his loyalty to Tony Dungy, and this is what he said. He said, take, I would take a bullet for him if I didn't know it would kill me. That's how some people are committed to the degree as long as it doesn't take me out. But Paul expresses gratitude to a couple that were not concerned about their well-being. They were committed to the task regardless if their life was on the line. Now, in this entire 16th chapter, Paul expresses praise and appreciation for others. He recognized and he acknowledged the value of team as stated in an African proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Paul understood that a dream can only be fulfilled through a team. And he expressed through his leadership the value of appreciation. And Paul teaches two ways that we can exercise the attitude of gratitude toward others. First way is share positive affirmations about them. Share positive affirmations about them. In other words, share positive comments about them. I call it the power of positive encouraging or positive compliments. That's what Paul does in Romans 16 in verses 1 through 15. And in this passage, watch this. He mentions his friends. You find 27 names, 21 positive descriptions. Paul's friends, 27 names and 21 positive descriptions. Paul was a person who valued others. And he took the time to express it. He took the time To share positive affirmations. He didn't allow a kind deed to go unrecognized. He didn't allow the work of others that labored with him to be not acknowledged. He was quick. He was diligent to express appreciation to others. This is an important principle. It is important that you and I acknowledge when somebody does something well for us. Because we don't know how that word can be critical in helping them to continue to understand that they do matter, that they are valuable, that they do what they do does make a difference. The Duke of Wellington, the British military leader who defeated Napoleon at Waterloo, was not an easy man to serve under. He was brilliant, demanding, and not one. To shower his subordinates with compliments. Yet even Wellington realized that his methods left something to be desired. In his old age, a young lady asked him what, if anything, he would do differently if he had his life to live over again. Wellington thought for a moment. Then replied, I give more praise. I give more praise, he said. And I think that if we had to do life all over again, we'd probably give more praise. Because people die from lack of appreciation. Marriages dissolve or die for lack of praise. When you read this 16th chapter of Romans, in its entirety, you not only find The names of 27 people. But as you read on, you'll discover there are 36 people referred to specifically in the 16th chapter of Romans. And many others referred to indirectly. They all had something to do. With the expanding of the kingdom of God. They were important to Paul because they were important to God. And as he ends the letter, Paul celebrates the diverse family of God at Rome. And by doing so, he expresses a divine truth. Every person is incredibly important to God. And so should be important to us. Every person is incredibly important to God, and so should be to us. We ought to be thankful people, and we ought to express it. Now, I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook or s- social media. Somebody will put a post like, the older I get, the smaller my circle of friends and people are like oh yeah I know them. People can't be trusted, yeah, 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 yeah. and sometimes I want to leave a comment. It could be because of your crappy attitude. It could be because you don't know what a true friend is. And I share with them in Cutler. I, I got friends up north. I got friends down south. I got friends in the Senkel. And, and and sometimes I've had some friends say, "Oh, so you're going to go hang out with your SoCal friends now, huh? What about us?" And I'm, but I tell them, my friends, have, it, but the circle of my friendship keeps growing because I've learned something. God wants us to connect continually with those that are in His family. We're family through blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you're important to God, you're important to me. Amen. So I ask you, who are you thankful for? The second way that we can exercise the attitude of gratitude toward others is show personal affection. Show personal Affection. Now, there's some of you that are oh, no, no, Pastor, I'm not touchy feeling. I, I okay. Okay. But would you look at me with me at verse 16? Look at what it says in Romans 16:16. 16, 16. Paul writes, Greet one another with a holy kiss. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Now, I add there all, and then he says, All the churches of Christ send greetings. By the way. That same command appears, watch this, not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, but five times in the epistles, in the letters of the apostles, we are told to greet one another with the holy kiss. Now, I've grown up in church, and I've heard this, when this is dealt with, we I've heard it explained away. We gloss over it, we've substituted it with the holy handshake. Because have you ever heard anybody say, like I have growing up, well, that was the common custom in the day, to greet each other with kisses. And today in our culture, we just don't do that. We greet each other with what? Handshakes. So we just said, oh, okay. But CWC Life Family, that's not the truth. Do you know that you'll discover, if you look into researching the customs and the scriptures, you'll discover. Ready for this? It was not the cultural custom of the day to greet people with a kiss. It was not part of the Hellenistic Greek culture. They were influenced by Stoicism. No sharing of affections or feelings. The truth is, in Rome and in Greece, they seldom even would touch a stranger or a newcomer. If it were someone they knew, they certainly wouldn't hug and kiss them. Now, you've seen enough of those Roman movies, haven't you? When they they would greet someone, they would say, greetings, and grab forearms. They would grab the forearm, But watch this. The custom of handshaking is an ancient custom that a man would put out his hand to show that he doesn't have a dagger. That he's not holding a dagger. And the other, pers- the other person would take his hand to show that I'm not holding a dagger either. And basically, it was a sign that says, I'm not going to slit your throat. <laughs> That's where it came from. What am I trying to say to you? You study the culture of the Bible days in which this was written. And that's what you have to do to understand the Bible. Study the culture in which it was written. And it was not the common custom to hang, hug rather, or much less kiss someone. The only place, watch this, that it ever was done was within the immediate family. Obviously, mothers did it to children. Children did it to parents. Husbands did it to wives. Parents did it to children. And grandchildren did it to grandparents. It was a show of family intimacy. This is what Paul was trying to say. If you catch this, you've learned something today on this Sunday. Paul is saying, within the church, we don't treat each other like strangers or newcomers. We don't treat each other like the way the people do out there in the world. We are a family, and we show affection to each other in the church just like a family would show affection to each other. Now, there's some single people like, "Mm, I'm ready to practice. (laughs) I'm ready to bride. like oh I'm glad I came on this Sunday. No, no, but, 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 but let me let me uh, uh, we'll we'll get uh, let me go on. Uh, so I've got news for you today. Are you ready for this? You can write it down. Ladies and gentlemen, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> I'm giving you permission because the Bible gives you permission to kiss the bride. You say, What 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 bride are you talking about? The bride of Christ, which is the church. Now, but people are like, oh, wow. But what did he say? Greet one another with what kind of kiss? Holy kiss. And of course, we know people are wired differently. And so I believe what Paul is saying show affection. In a way that is appreciative and demonstrates to that person that you care, but do it within the limits and boundaries of God's prescribed word. That's why it says holy, that which is sanctified, that which is out of a pure motive. For some, it is a handshake, they're not used to being reached out to. For others, it's a hug. But what Paul is saying, understand, you are within a community that is more than a Rotary or Kiwanis club or Lions club. You are blood family through the blood of Jesus Christ. And if there's anyone that you should demonstrate affection, care, concern for, it's those within the family of God. Now, I read about an inspiring article found in Reader's Digest by the famous, concerning the famous pop singer Gloria Estefan. In the article, Gloria showered words of appreciation on her first grade school teacher who helped her adjust to school life, overcome bullying, and to learn English as a new student. Gloria even went a step further. And made arrangements once for her teacher to attend a concert she was performing at in the teacher's town. What can we learn? Let's be thankful for the goodness others have shown to us. Some preachers would tell you, not here. But I'm going to tell you, here too. Here too. I told them in color, I've seen it. We are family through the blood of Jesus Christ. But I've seen people pass each other, even in our community of believers, without acknowledging. And there are some that even if you've come across somebody here at Walmart, you may try to avoid them. It's true for people say I've seen people from the church and they don't acknowledge me and I'm like hmm let me tell you something if i see you acting like you didn't see me my kids would tell you that they know they know you ain't going to get away with it i'll find you cuz i know where you're heading and i'll probably beat you to that aisle before you get there and i'll be like hey good to see you Why are you so? Because we are family. We are blood bought through Jesus Christ. And we are to honor one another. So how can we apply this message as I bring this plane to a landing? First of all, say it. Say it. Tell somebody, thank you. If somebody's done something good for you, say it. Thank you. But then specify it. Because have you ever had somebody say to you, thank you? And that was it? And you're like, for what? You left me hanging. But Paul, if you read Romans 16, he didn't just thank somebody. He he was specific as to why he was grateful for them. Specify it. And then share it. Share it with others. Share with others why you're thankful for that person. I'm telling you, you'd be amazed. When people find out that you were talking to them about somebody else in gratitude for what that person did, and it comes back to that person's ears, it could be a booster shot in a season in their lives where they need to know that they do matter. That what they have done has made a difference in somebody's life. And then, show it. Show it. Demonstrate it. A few weeks ago on a Thursday, I was at Starbucks with my pastor friends from the SenCal. And after we had, a, had our meeting someone that attends our church gave me a Starbucks card and said, Pastor, I've heard from your lips that this is your love language. And he blessed me. So I just wanted to tell you how grateful I am. Boy, I tell you, I wanted to cry right there. No, I, didn't. I did did. That's not who I am. That's not how I'm. But I just said, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm grateful. Show it. Show it. I said it in CWC Life Cutler. I'll say it here at CWC Life Dinuba. We are a blessed church. We have amazing people. And I get to come and be part of this house, but I'm not the only one that serves you week by week. Sandra, thank you. My wife was sharing with me the other day of your commitment to clean that kitchen. And I caught you the other day, remember when my granddaughter was here and I... you do it nobody knows you do it and you've never wanted to be recognized but you do something that is important for this ministry to continue and I appreciate that thank you Joe and Sander because you have a heart for outreach and I'm reminded through your heart how important it is to remember that the kingdom of God is not about just filling a church it's about continuing to reach out Because there's a world that needs to know that God loves them. And you've given me an opportunity to share the gospel just through your lives. And the platform that you set. And Joe, thank you also. I mean, I felt proud. The other day at the men's camp a couple weeks ago, he laced me up. Right before I preached, he put on my gloves. And I was like, wow. He served me. And I was ready. Because I said, I'm, I'm, I'm armed and dangerous now. Joe took care of me. I'm ready. Makes a difference, I'm telling you. Stevie, thank you. Because I know, I found out, you were hurting. But you came and you played hurt. And I don't know if you caught me. I was looking at you when you were playing. When you were hitting that tempo I was like, man, I better get up there and deliver too. But you inspire me through that commitment that says, you know what? I'm hurting, but I'm going to give God whatever percentage I can right now. And we're blessed. Thank you for serving and playing hurt. It inspired me today. Natalie, peanut. Thank you. You're awesome. Did you see her in her element today? And then she went off on... A spontaneous song. That was spontaneous, right? That was. I'm going to look it up when we go back and, and when I look at it. But I want to thank you because you come here with a boldness and a courage. And you get up here and, and, and you sing like. Next level. And here's the thing. What I appreciate about you, P. Nat, is you sing beyond this room. You touch the heavens through the sincerity of your heart, and I appreciate that. We're blessed. We're blessed. Sister Evelyn, thank you. You encouraged me the other day. You spoke a word that I needed. I went to minister to you, but you ministered to me. And I told my wife. I came home and I told her what you had shared. And I know that you are a prayer warrior. And I want you to know, I don't take your prayers for granted. I treasure them. Because I know it's women of God like you that have been faithful and true to the call of God. And who behind the scenes are sowing in tears. You're the reason why breakthroughs happen in churches. And I want to say thank you for that. Pauly, thank you. When I see you, I tell man, you know how to dress. But every Sunday, he tells me, he tells me, Pastor, he appreciates me. And I'll tell you, as a pastor, you guys see me, and i oh, he's always strong. No, there's times when I'm the inside. Like a songwriter put it, the warrior is a child. Sometimes I wonder, did I hit it? Did I make a difference? And he shares with me week after week his appreciation. Thank you, Paulie, because it inspires me to keep on going. I love you. Amen. We're blessed. Before I wrap this up, I want to say thank you to my son. Nathan, would you stand? I want you to stand. This is my son, Nathan. I've been watching you. And I need to tell you this from from the bottom of my heart. The other day, I was sharing with a group of people. And someone said, when I mentioned you, oh, you're talking about your son who you call Nate the Great. I go, yes. Because I see greatness in him. But I've been watching you pursue God. And you've inspired me to press in even more. I want to say thank you because you've shown me how we must be hungry for God's Word, the the importance of worship and how it will get us through. And you bless my life. And you are great. And you're a mighty warrior. And I love and appreciate you. Thank you. Amen. And then there's my dear wife. September of next year, it will be 30 years that we arrived here in Cutler to begin pastoring here in the Central Valley. And you've been there by my side when I've been up and when I've been low. And you have continually practiced this in my life. You've affirmed me when I didn't think I could keep going. You prayed for me and with me and you gave me courage. And when you've spoken over my life words that I didn't think I would ever hear, it propelled me forward. And I'm grateful because I've seen you show me that there is no trouble, no trial, that through God we cannot overcome. And I want to thank you for being my number one fan. You've demonstrated it. And afterwards, you're going to pucker up, Buttercup. And we're, we're going to practice Romans 16. Amen. 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 And I'm going to tell you what I told him in Cutler. I'm a very rich man. I'm a very blessed man. Week after week in Cutler here I'm supported by a team that serves it up we got ushers here led by Robert and in Dinuba led by Carrie we have greeters and Consuelo thank you like I said in in, in, concerning Rebecca in Cutler here in Dinuba you've helped us elevate you know my heart is to minister with excellence. And you're doing your part in helping that happen. Then we have a great praise, a prayer team here. Prophetic team that's being developed. We are blessed. And there's a Roops right there. Roops, would you raise your hand? Roops right there. Look at him back there in the sound booth. And we have Tony back there. These guys serve it up week after week. We're blessed. We're blessed. Amen? Close your eyes with me. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 15, But thanks be to God for His indescribable gift. Paul is writing about salvation, the gift of salvation. But let me remind you, salvation was a person. Jesus The gift of salvation was wrapped in a person and was placed in a manger in Bethlehem. His name is Jesus. Above everyone else, I'm grateful for Jesus. Because of Him, I stand here. Because of Him, I'm forgiven. Because of Him, my life is worth living. And today I'm grateful for Jesus. But I'm also grateful that through His blood that He shed, through which He redeemed me, He made me part of the family of God. And I'm grateful for the family of God. And as you're with your heads bowed and eyes closed, I need to tell you something. Those of you that are part of CWC Life Family your actions, your demonstrations of care, I don't take them for granted. In fact, some of you have given me cards. Some of you have given me tangible gifts of expressing your gratitude. And I remember those things. I shared in color. there are times when I'm in the midst of a trial, of trouble, and I'm wondering, God, am I going to make it? And I'm reminded, yes, I am. I got a family that believes in me. I got a family, natural family, as well as a spiritual family, that believes in me. And I remind myself of words you've spoken, deeds you've done. And I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. I want you to know today you're valuable. You matter. You matter to God and you matter to me. Father, I thank you for your people. And I thank you, God, for the work that you're doing in and through their lives. And I just pray your continual working. I pray, Father, that you continue to carry on to completion the good work that you've begun. And I thank you, Father, for your family. I thank you, Father, that we're not alone. (laughs) Thank you, God, that we have family. We're not in this fight alone. We have family praise you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy and the gifts, the gifts you've given me in people. And I pray in return your continual favor, your continual blessings, your continual strengthening of their inner being. The mighty name of Jesus give you praise here we give you glory we give you honor because you're worth it lord thank you jesus thank you jesus amen would you give him praise he's worthy